This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, what do you got, hon? Oh, we are going to be talking about the new docu-series Demi Lovato Dancing with the Devil. Oh, tell me more, tell me more. So we've been talking about this for quite some time, that this has been in the works. Well, the trailer dropped today, and one of the things that we're learning about Demi Lovato from this trailer is that she suffered a heart attack and three strokes amid her overdose back in 2018. You know what's weird is I was, I'm reading a book about fentanyl and opiates and everything, and I was just thinking about her last night thinking, how did she survive? She was really down. Yeah, that she experienced a very severe near fatal overdose back in 2018. And uh, we're getting an in-depth look at Demi Lovato's life in the spotlight for the past couple of years and how she overcame her struggles and her musical comeback and what is being called a personal awakening in this docuseries. So the teaser, uh, she says, Demi Lovato, I've had so much to say over the past two years wanting to set the record straight about what it was that happened because Demi Lovato is not really talked about that overdose experience she said anytime that you suppress a part of yourself it's gonna overflow now there are four parts to this documentary and it's gonna have commentary from people like elton john and christina aguilera Uh, her friends are going to be talking demi lovato's mother stepdad and sisters also make an appearance in this docuseries well this is this sounds like i would be very intrigued to watch this yeah and she's talking about her engagement yeah oh yeah remember oh it was this year she met a guy, the soap opera guy, in like yeah. March in the beginning, and they were engaged in June, and they were broken up in July. Oh, I want to watch it I all. I had that relationship this year myself. <laughs> Just, it was like looking in a mirror, you and Demi. Sure. Whirlwind right romances. Yeah. So that was with uh, to actor Max Erich. Right. Where they had the very dramatic proposal on the beach in Malibu. Oh, yeah. The photo the huge, op. The huge, huge Ring. diamond. Like, I don't think it'd be comfortable to wear anything that big. Oh, I, I think I'd deal with it. Well, you've got longer fingers. I think I would, uh, I think I'd be okay with it. You'd find a way to adapt. I would but, but adapt and but, overcome. But I really, I mean, I think this will be helpful for a lot of people because there's so much fentanyl out there oh. if you're buying street drugs. And it's just, I mean, and you just think of Laura Berman. Yeah. The um, sex... Um, psychologist who's on Oxygen Network, yeah. whose son just bought the drugs on um, Instagram. Her perfectly good son that they're talking about him, his college interns, and he buys something and it's laced with fentanyl. He's dead like a day later. And it's it's, it's insane. so prevalent. It's so, so I think prevalent. This will be helpful. In uh, where I I was born in Williston, North Dakota, and Williston and Minot, I've got so much family, and we deal with it all the time. That's it's, a very yeah. That is, and a, it's it's you said could you take it one time. And 
yeah, it's that's a lot. I think Kyra coming out and talking about it will be very helpful for not only her, and but that others. And she can be honest about what she went through this year. Because yes. there's got to be a lot of secondhand embarrassment about being so vocal about this relationship and then having everyone knows it blew up. And, you know, as if she's an addict and as I'm an addict, too, uh, I think that you have to get that out of your system or it's just going to be another reason to use later. And I think that's great for her. So it's like great. Just sharing her story. She's sharing her story. It's like to hold that in is another reason to use at some point. And it's mm-hmm. like for her to be able to talk about that. Great. And what I like we said. Awesome. Yeah, because here she says of this docuseries, if it helps you, then I hope that it can, because that was ultimately my purpose in putting this out, was to be able to help people who have been on the same path as I have. So those are Demi Lovato's words about her docuseries. Again, it's called Demi Lovato Dancing with the Devil. It premieres March 23rd over on the YouTube. Now, something else. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. So go go to YouTube and go and find that. Now, YouTube is kind of doubling down into these uh, musical docuseries docu-series okay. because YouTube just announced today that they're ordering an Alicia Keys docu-series. Because mm. Justin Bieber did his. He was kind of the first last year, right? Yeah, he did that. No, Julia, Brittany, did you guys catch any of the Justin Bieber docu-series? I, I, I watched a little bit. No, I didn't. Because I like, I don't know why I have a crush on him. Well, you because you are the Bieber aficionado. I'm a well, little old. <laughs> well, you listen to the music. And I, I, I do. I really yeah. like his music. I'm not yeah. mad at his music at all. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be a new docu-series. We don't know what it's called yet, but it's going to be providing a look at Alicia Keys uh, and uh, her singer-songwriting process. She's so, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. So I don't know if it's necessarily going to be kind of the uh, bearing of the soul that mm-hmm. the Demi Lovato docu-series is, but, uh, you know, um, that's going to be happening all so Quavo is going to have his own docu-series. Quavo, the significant other of Cardi B. It's called Supreme Courts. And he's going to go explore communities around the country through famous local streetball basketball courts. Mm, yeah, right. so he's going to be teaming up with NBA players uh, in their hometowns and then uh, telling these stories. So kind of some I cool like, things. I kind of like that concept. Yeah. Is that on YouTube too? Or is this all YouTube day? This is YouTube day. All right. Their marketing team's been busy. I know. All right. Well, so is Netflix because we're getting a lot Funny. of Netflix. Netflix announcements today. And one of those is that Jennifer Garner is going to be starring in a Netflix body switch comedy called Family Leave. What? Okay. I, I absolutely love her, too. I know. She's my girl. Well, and she has a new movie coming out on Netflix, Julia. It's called Yes Day. That hasn't even started yet. Uh, but Family Leave is based on a book from the authors of Yes Day. And the movie's going to follow Ju- er, Jennifer Garner's character, who's going to wake up to a full family body switch. And they realize that the same thing has happened to a family on the other side of the world. And that they have to reunite with a group of strangers and determine how to undo the body switch before it's too late. Okay, lo- I, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. I don't care. She's so cute. She's cute. She's so cute. But it's like she's. They were like thirteen going on thirty was cute. So I let's do 13, it again. I, no, but thirteen going on thirty wasn't just cute. It's everything. That was a great movie. It was a. It was a good movie. I learned how to do the thriller dance for the first time watching that movie. I this and body I up, switch. I just hope they like do something it's new. Like take on Friday. It. Yeah. 
freak, freaky Friday. Yeah. Was that, wasn't that a body switch? But I like it. Actually, you're right. It is like frequent Friday. They do it often. <laughs> Friday. Every Friday, a new body switch <laughs> coming to TLC this summer. Uh, you know, and uh, the other big Netflix news just before we leave this Dirt Alert update, uh, we're getting a Wednesday Adams live action series from Tim Burton that's on Netflix. They have yes. ordered eight episodes of this. So I'm thinking that the synopsis is going to be Wednesday Adams, teenager at high school, solving mysteries. Love. <laughs> yeah. I will freebase that. Perfect. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. No word yet on when that's going to be on Netflix. Perfect. Love it. Thanks, Holly. Yes. Frequent. Thank Friday. you, honey. You're welcome. You're the boss, hog. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> what is happening? And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I did. When, when Lori's away, I sign things so I don't have to do so thank you, Rocco. What? What? Well, did, and I don't even know what you did it on. I know, and I I briefly talked to Holly about maybe joining. I'm not sure if she's gonna have it. I'll, okay. I'll turn her mic on just in case. Um, because we are gonna talk about because it's it was what was Monday? Do you remember what Monday was? Um, the day after Valentine's Day, the day everyone either broke up or got stayed together. <laughs> Do you remember, Brittany? It's, it's, it was a national it was, holiday. It was President's Day. It for was President's Day. Oh, yeah. Are we going to visit your favorite presidents? Well, I was trying to find um, occasions when perhaps, because what do we talk about on my talk? We talk about Hollywood. Yeah. I was trying to find out whenever. Ronald Reagan was in a movie? There was a you know a presidential dalliance yes. with somebody mm. from the world of Hollywood. Okay, Love good. it. And my goal was to have it be all sorts of presidents, but I really kind of narrowed in eventually on just one particular president, and that was John F. Kennedy. He was busy. He was very busy <laughs> with a lot of Hollywood types. Yes, now, he as was. you might, everybody talks about this one. Happy birthday. This is May of 1962. I wasn't born yet, people. (laughs) This is, of course, Marilyn Monroe. She was dead within months of this rendition of Happy Birthday at a big party for John F. Kennedy. Um, Some say they spent the summer kind of hooking up in Palm Springs at Bing Crosby's house. And who did she do that all in front of? Like it was a big it party. Was a big, it was a big party. Could you imagine what was going through his head? No, his she, wife said. I know, but like his wife maybe possibly was like, oh, we're just watching she entertainment. She was into that dress. But like. No, his wife knew about her. Yeah. You, I, she yeah. just, you, could you tell she was angry or did she just well, sit there that, going. They didn't pan the cameras to her. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't see the shots, but can you even imagine? I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And supposedly from what I read, uh, you know, maybe. Um, Marilyn would get in touch with Jackie and sort of make jokes about how, you know, they wish she wishes they could switch places or something like that. And Jackie was like, fine, you know, you take, you take my job. It's a lot harder than yours or whatever. But, um, anyways, she died. So, but that's not where the story ends. <laughs> Okay, breaking yeah, news. Breaking news. This just in. What? Yeah, this just what? in. What? Just coming across the tape. Yeah. Get out the ticker gotta, tape machine. I gotta leave early, from. guys. <laughs> this is getting to me. Um, there were rumors of uh, John F. Kennedy hooking up with Angie Dickinson. Yeah. She's tried to keep that pretty hush-hush, although it's been said that she once remarked it was the most exciting seven minutes of her life. Dang, that's some shade. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah. some shit. No, um, because remember when I read it in randoms the other day, anything between 70, 7 and 13 minutes is enough time. But that was, this came out before that study. Yeah, this was back in the 60s. You needed a lot more time. You People did? pretended like they wanted more time. Do you know how pretty she was? Angie Dickinson. Oh, oh wow. My yeah. word. Yes. Lovely. Her and Connie Stevens. They kind of, yeah. You were speaking my language. I know. You like the blondes. All I right, do. going on. Um, okay. But there's also rumors he hooked up with Audrey Hepburn, Anita Eckberg. Gene Tierney, Lee Remick. How did he And those are just the Hollywood people I'm talking about. Well, I know. He was busy. He was a Kennedy. Yes. And this is you that you said it just right because he came from a lineage oh, of yeah. philandering. Yes, he did. His father, Joe, Joe Kennedy. Uh, this is where this interesting story comes in. Do you know who this is singing? Double and be once by the laterna. Josephine Baker. <laughs> this is Nina Marlena Simone. Dietrich. Oh, all right. She was German. She was a silent film star. Then she sort of switched to being a cabaret singer, nightclub act. Uh, but then she also sort of came back to Hollywood and was in films in the 50s like Alfred Hitchcock's yes. Stage Fright and Orson Welles's Touch of Evil. Now, supposedly she was uh, bisexual and kind of just open. She was an open book. She loved sex. People loved her. People loved having sex with her. Lucky her. And one of those people, supposedly, <laughs> was Joe Kennedy. Good for And, uh... He was a rich guy. He had some Hollywood involvement, blah, blah, blah. I, th- I think that's where he met her. But then at one point before the war, that's what I call World War II, the war. Okay. Their families one. vacationed in the south of France together. The Kennedys and the Dietrichs. Really? Yes. And so when Marlena Dietrich first met John F. Kennedy, she was 37 and I think John was you know 22-ish. Okay. And in fact, at one point they sort of thought that Marlena's daughter Maria would be a nice ma- a love match for Mr. John Kennedy, Jack as he was called. Yeah. Um but at this uh famous like summer ball in the south of France, uh John F Kennedy and Marlena Dietrich were on the dance floor dancing to begin the begin. I love which that I don't you have, have queued this up. Level well, this is all from detail. a great article uh, in uh, Vanity Fair. Which, if you want to Google yep. it, John F. Kennedy and Marlena Dietrich, you'll learn what I learned today. Um, and which, but you don't have to because I'm going to tell you. She put her hands down his pants on Ooh. the dance floor. Yes, Forward. on the dance floor. Was she already hooking up with the dad? The, the, that is pretty much assumed. Yes. Okay. But let's Ballsy. fast forward to 1963 Bats. when she is like 60 and he's, you know, 40 something. Uh-huh. He's about three months from his assassination. She's in town for a show at a nightclub. I think she's also receiving some awards. She shows up at the White House and he kind of takes her to the bedroom and made a clumsy pass at her. And she's kind of like, yeah, let's get this over with. Don't muss my hair. I'm doing a show after this she said they did it she told all this to author gore vidal she said it was all over in about 20 minutes and then jfk started to fall asleep and then she kind of woke him up she's like i got a show to get to you idiot you know Mm -hmm. and so she he's like okay yeah yeah let me get my uh, secret service and i'll show you the way out as if he had like done it a million times before 
which he, cause he probably have had. Um, and on the way out, he said, he asked her if she'd slept with his father and she lied and said, no. And he said, ha ha. I always knew that SOB was lying, but he was, she was lying. Um, but she was pretty excited about it too, because when she went back to, to see her daughter, she grabbed her undergarments and said, ha ha, check these out. I've been with the president. She kind of thought it was kind of a nice, uh, conquest for herself. Yeah. And then I got news for you. He died. He died too, yeah. and Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. They he both died. In died. 63. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So this uh, <laughs> this affair with Marlena Dietrich, when she was in her early sixties and he was in her early he was in his early forties at the White House, took place about three months before the assassination in Dallas. But that, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. That's today's vintage scandal. The time that Rocco, John that F. Kennedy great. hooked up with his father's paramour. Am I using that word right? Yeah. We're using a lot of French terms this week. Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. (laughs) And Paramore, I think, means uh, your love interest. Yes. Oh, my gosh, Rocco. That's a good story. I guess I didn't know the Marlena Dietrich part. Yeah, it's pretty neat. That's a good one. There's a big, long uh, Vanity Fair article from, like, 2009. Oh, gosh. They used to do the best exposés. They just did the best deep dives into kind of... Celebrity and political world. They're really fun. That was a good one. Thank you very much. Awesome job. No, I got a question. Do you think JFK is hot? Well, he, he's dead. I know. But was like, he? Oh, I totally do. Yeah. Like, oh, he's even handsome, without right? being president, you think that man. Yeah, I like the look. I think, I think it's, cut. I think it's. Well, I go back to the part when he was at Hyenas Port. Hyannis Port. Jeez. Okay, there's all the ways to mispronounce that. I know. Just say it for me. I believe it's Hyannis Port. Hyannis Port. I go back to him throwing a football without his shirt on. You know, the beach days. And he okay. just looked hot. I like him on a sailboat. You know, one of their sailboats was at um, where I honeymooned in Jamaica. And they had an old Kennedy sailboat there that we went out on a ride on. And it was all an old Woody, like a Chris Craft boat. And it was so cool. And I just thought it was so cool that we were on I just you saw know, Kennedy boat. I just saw a shirtless young JFK, and it's, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Unfortunately, it's also next to a Bill Clinton, so I'm back into serious mode. Don't I worry. Well, and you know the weird thing is he had such a back problem. Yeah, I he supposedly did. in the Vanity Fair story in the Glory Vidal story, here, when he would take his oh really? He was at Mayo. When mm-hmm. he would take his uh, shirt off, he was like wrapped and wrapped in bandages for his bad back. Aww. She said it. She looked. She said he looked like a famous Greek statue of. Uh, of, uh, I can't remember the name, but um, a man who was being uh, attacked by snakes. Oh, wow. He had did terrible back problems. He came here to Rochester as a, as a young man in his tw- early 20s, I believe. All right, we got to go. We got to go. That was great, Rocco. Good job, Thank you so much. We'll come back. We've got the rest of the headlines. Oh, my gosh. What a fun, fun day. If you're just joining us and you missed the first two hours and 45, seven minutes, you missed a fun day I here just on my talk. So much. I, here. I appreciate it. I love having you around, little one who's taller than me. But then I ate a burger and now I want to take a nap somewhere. <laughs> I, well, not only did she eat it, she, she yeah. You, I swallowed it whole. She, she did. She did. Um, if you're just joining us, um, Olivia, Olivia, or Olivia Rodrigo wants to make music with Taylor Swift. <gasps> Now, we know her from Driver's License, and if you queued that up for us, 
you know, the song. Um, Got my driver's license last week. Like, oh, the one, it's the whole, it became huge phone. on social media. You had like four minutes during the commercial there where you could have asked you me to do that. Said, how could I when she keeps talking my ear off? <laughs> Red she just stop signs. She asked for advice. What should face. I be when I grow up? I'm like, I can't help you in this 10 minutes. We earlier in the show, we had um, Patrick Richardson on for, you know, he's our laundry man. Here we go. Perfect, but I never felt this way. Wait for the killer line. Because I drive alone past your street. I don't know how you can be so okay without me. That is like the line. Gutting. It is gut. I almost wish I had a breakup to go through right now. Oh, screw you. Because like what I like to do is imagine. My husband just saying something terrible to me so I can listen to that all the way here and just be mad because it's so good. That is a great line. Oh, that's a great line. Well, anyway, I'm with her. I think it would be a dream to make music with Taylor <laughs> Swift, too. And so um, she had an interview on Something Something, someone's podcast, who wasn't Lori and Julia, and, she, and Olivia, who's on... High School, The Musical, The Musical, The TV Show, The Musical. Mm-hmm, the series, yep. Yep. Um, she's totally, she said this about Taylor, she's totally my biggest idol and the biggest songwriting inspiration. So to have her blessing was really special. She um, was thrilled when she received a co-sign from Taylor Swift on her song. I would just love to be in a studio with Taylor. I don't have to even write with her. I just want to see how she does it because she's so amazing. I mean, do you have someone that is that much of your idol that just, besides me? Of course. Um, I'm in the studio with you right now. I know. I know. So accomplished. But someone that you just think is such the bomb that if you could just watch them do their craft. I mean, it's it's hard, right? Because I don't have that musical talent. So it's like if I was in a room with... You told us yesterday you were pitch perfect. Oh, yeah. Besides that. But, like, if I was in a room with T-Swift, I'd be like, yeah, you, you do your thing, but, like, I don't feel like I'm going to learn anything from it. Well, who says you need to learn every moment in your life? You could just enjoy it. Because, I I mean, I love T-Swift. I love Beyonce. But um, tell me who's your person. Who's your, who's, who do you want to watch for? I'm not asking. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the asking here. Okay, Rocco, who's your person? Um, who do you want to see work? Who's me? Well, Prince. You know, I, yeah, I was a big fan of Prince, and especially... You know, because he was good at all the things, including the things that I do, which are the, you know, radio production, you know, mm-hmm. uh, audio production yeah. things. I mean, he was like the best at that, in addition to yes. being the best at the guitar and the piano and the vocals and the dancing and the dressing. And and it's you know, it's kind of funny to think about, too, is that a lot of the crafts are not that interesting to watch. Like there are authors who I think, God. I'd love to, you know, know how to. It's like I don't want to watch someone go right. It'd be terrible. It would not be an experience worth doing. No, but you know, I'm going to change gears here. No, us change gears. No, because I had something earlier. No, someone said that listening to who said it that listening to the album Yellow Brick Road changed their life. And I was in. Um, I can't remember who said it. I oh, Weird Al says Elton John's Goodbye (laughs) Yellow Brick Road album changed his life and i don't i don't know if you guys you guys are too young but when that album came out it was a double album okay it was a it would unfold yeah and the yellow book album road album had different fonts in different colors so all the song lyrics were printed in this this album that you'd open up and it had Mm. it was only one album i I think it might have been a double album i can't remember but all of the lyrics 
were right there for you to read. Oh, wow. And sing to. So you'd lay it down and you'd lay in front of your your stereo system or whatever, mm-hmm. record player. And you could read in. They all had different font. I never had seen that many fonts before. And this is like early. I don't even know what year. This is 72, 4, I don't know, 5, 6. But it was like the coolest thing ever. And does that does that impact you in a way that you felt like it changed your life? No, but I was just saying it changed oh, but Weird, Weird Al. Al. Yeah, I just listened to like an, an interview with Weird Al, and uh, it's funny. I mean, he he was one of my idols growing up, too, because, you know, part of my job is writing funny sure. lyrics to yeah, songs yeah. and stuff. And he was the best at that, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, he, it's funny, the whole, the hour-long interview I listened to with him, I learned a lot, but he never really said anything funny, even though he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, Rocco, that's funny. You know? Yeah. Well, and then there's that. Did your kids like Weird Al? You know, not really. Because he had a bit. I mean, he was oh, big. Yeah, I know. We loved when I him. was a kid, and it was like, eat I, it, and another one rides the bus. No, and they, but then kids, he had that whole thing with the Amish paradise and uh-huh. white and nerdy. No, I mean, we were Hannah Montana kids. We were in sync. That, that we means were, you guys missed it by a little bit. I think I my like. kids missed it. I mean, they were born in 95 and 96. Yeah. So I think we kind of missed that. And we... um. And yeah, we just missed that thing. There's a really funny episode on 30 Rock where they were trying to write a song that Weird Al couldn't Weird Al. Like okay, they're like, and right. so they made something so ridiculous. They're like, pizza farts. Like, you can't Weird Al this. And then he ended up making this beautiful medley as oh, like wow. the Weird Al version oh, of really? it. It ended up being this beautiful song that was like his version of Weird Al in it. It was very We fun. tried Weird Al one night at bowling. It was pretty fun. Like if a song came on, like what was the last song? What was the last song we just heard? Uh, what's it called? Driver's, Driver's license? license. All right. Yeah, what what would be if what would be perfect. funny? I got a ticket on the way here. Just yeah. like I wasn't supposed to get. See, this is good. I don't know the song well enough. You know, my insurance is going up <laughs> and I can't afford it anymore. Wow, a star is born. Well, duh. Perfect picture. We, we have been duh. in her glow for years. You guys are making me feel. We've been in her glow. Is she I back got, tomorrow or are we giving her a day we're, off? We're giving her a couple days off and Steph Hansen's going to come in tomorrow and hang out. And, and But tonight, it's a big night. So you have your duty. Salt Lake City. Reunion. Am I supposed to watch it? I want you to, Rocco. Okay. I double dare you on Bravo. Okay. Salt, Salt Lake City. Is this the boobs and slit skirts yep, episode? Yep, that's the okay. one. Yeah. That's the one. Thanks, Brett. Thank you. I Drive love it. safe. Guys. All right, everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.